the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Smooth like butter, sweet like honey. Looks so good like she made of money. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. It's a woman's world. Woman's world. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show, the best day of the week because it is Monday. Oh my! Yes, indeedy. I think that's the same soundtrack, the same sound effect that we use on like Tuesdays or, or, or maybe even Wednesdays or Thursdays. So we might have to come up with something special for Mondays. Of course, it's a special night for me because my partner in crime is back with me. Thank you, get D- him out of here. Nah, no, nah, get out of here. You better stay in here, man. Because, uh, but thank you to DJ Jalapeno. For playing some Mad Tunes Friday night, having me in giggles, had a great time with you. If you're listening, thank you. Um, but I am glad to have my Padna back with me. I'm going to go ahead and bring him in because I'm just super excited to kick off tonight and this week with him. I'm talking about DJ Potato Skins. This is about a gentleman whose heart is so big. <laughs> DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. His uh, approach is so authentic that it's undeniable. It's also undeniable, Mr. Carey. I have now seen Top Gun Maverick nine times. <laughs> okay. What are you going to do to celebrate Uno? Uh, what is what is 10 in uh, Spanish? Diaz. Diaz. What are you going to do? Oh, you... I don't know. I mean, this uh. last one was a pretty big deal. They did kind of they did a behind the scenes footage before the movie. They gave out special uh, posters. So I was a pretty happy camper. All right. Well, I'm glad you had a great three days off. Glad you're back, ready to roll, because, baby, we got so much breaking news uh, that's continuing to come out. I mean, I've, I've used this expression before, but it truly is like a shock and awe. Who remembers shock and awe? That was the term that was going to be for the Iraq invasion. Oh, that was just going to be. And it was shock and awe when it when it finally happened. Um, but, of course, the result of the war on terror was not exactly what we anticipated. And today actually is the anniversary of the withdrawal of Afghanistan 20 years later. And that's why if you're watching on uh, Facebook, we are streaming live on the Answer San Diego Facebook page. You're going to see me in my USMC gear. I am the daughter of two Marines. 13 service members lost their lives that day of multiple branches. And our hearts go out to them and to their families and also to everyone who has served and everyone who has lost someone who has served we're going to talk a little bit about the anniversary not the, the and, and uh, of of the withdrawal of Af- Afghanistan in the end of the 20 year war not because there's anything to celebrate but in fact quite the opposite and and the reason why not as many people are talking about it today or have been talking about it and lead up to the midterms is because in spite of the incredible disaster the worst military disaster in my lifetime the economy here and affairs domestically are actually even worse under the Biden administration. We're going to talk about that. And not only, and what's even worse? What's worse than Afghanistan or, or equally bad 
the domestic policy and the and the shape that we're in domestically and economically. And what is equal, if not worse than that, the shape that we're in in terms of our freedoms in the United States of America. What what happened in Mar-a-Lago a week ago today can only be described as what it, what unlawful search and seizure means. Unlawful search and seizure means the U.S. government does not produce probable cause to go in to an abode, to a property, and start seizing crap everywhere. And when it comes to your home, they can come to your home and just break on in. And if they could do it to a former president of the United States, they can and will do it to you. And that's what's on its way. Well, that's why they're Uh, doing it to him. Exactly why they're doing it to him. The Fourth Amendment was specifically crafted to prevent this from happening. That the U.S. government was not supposed to be able to just search until they find something that they can use against you. This is the very purpose of the Fourth Amendment, that the government was supposed to declare and show up front that they have probable cause before they start digging around into your closet, your underwear drawer, your photo albums, wherever, wherever they dug into his, in, in his property in order to try to find something that they could use against him. And that's what happened here. Break, uh, there's updates here. We knew as of Friday, according to the government, actually Thursday night we saw reports from the, quote, legacy media that classified documents related to nuclear details, nuclear information, nuclear documents were found. We had no idea what was found. How, how did the mainstream media know that there was nuclear information found? One of the, according to the receipts that we ended up finding out Friday, Merrick Garland comes to the podium and says, oh, in the interest of transparency, we're going to ask for the warrant to be unsealed. What about the affidavit? Oh, yeah, we want full transparency. We're, we're going to have everything revealed, right? <laughs> Who's watching that movie? Who's believing that nonsense? I said Friday, and I'm about to give you reasons to show that I was absolutely dead on correct. I said Friday that... Um, after the warrant was revealed and there was nothing in the warrant or the receipt of documents that was taken in the warrant that was presented or the receipt of documents that was left, there was nothing that said anything about nuclear. I said, I said the whole reason why the word classified documents is being used is because from the beginning, the attempts to dig until they find, find something and to, to do it unlawfully using unlawful means going back to 2015, the reason why, they did it under the guise of Russian collusion, Russian collusion, then Ukraine whistleblower, and now classified documents in the raid is because if they can couch it under the guise that it involves intelligence, then they can they don't have to tell you what's going on. They can hide from you. They can use different means of investigation that's different from the, the regular criminal courts. And that's what's going on here. So in spite of the fact that Mayor Garland came out Friday and said, we're going to unseal everything, they turned around and the Department of Justice went down to the courts and asked the judge to seal and keep the affidavit, which is what the affidavit is what it supposedly was shown to this magistrate who we all know we've already, you know, we've already gone down that path of who the magistrate was and who he's defended. But the affidavit is supposed to be the probable cause that justifies the raid. So after promising transparency, they went and asked for it to be sealed, and it remains to be sealed. Yet at the same time, 
they're leaking illegally and selectively information from the grand jury. There's supposedly quotes coming out from the grand jury that it was clear that a crime had been committed. Here's what uh, Merrick Garland had to say today about, or the Department of Justice had to say today about why the affidavit needs to be rem- uh, continue to be sealed. Quote, <clears throat> if disclosed, the affidavit would serve as a roadmap to the government's ongoing investigation, providing specific details about its direction and likely course in a manner that is highly likely to compromise future investigative steps, the 13-page filing says. This was the filing to keep it sealed. The fact that this in- investigation implicates highly classified materials further underscores the need to protect the integrity. So that's exactly what I said Friday. They were going to use the ruse of classified information as an excuse to keep it from the American people. It exacerbates the potential for harm if information is disclosed to the public prematurely or improperly. Oh, you mean like it being disclosed to the public supposedly that it involved nuclear codes and nuclear information? Nothing that was mentioned in the warrant or the receipts? That's not premature or improperly. Everything about this is being selectively leaked and communicated through. This is just like what went down with Jim Comey and Strzok and Page and all the rest of them going back to Crossfire Hurricane. Jim Comey sat outside, came out from a meeting with the president of the United States, sat in his car and, quote, documented a classified conversation that he then leaked to a friend of his in the media. That was illegal. Jim Comey should be behind bars for that. Lisa Page, Peter Strzok, and others all leaked, all leaked classified information to the New York Times and beyond. And not one of them served any jail time from it. So don't tell me that this is about not wanting information to get out there prematurely and improperly, because that's been the game plan from the beginning. Quote, the government, the filing goes on. The government determined that these materials could be released without the without significant harm to its investigation because the search had already been executed and publicly acknowledged by the former president because the materials had previously been provided to the former president through counsel. So we can tell you what we got from there, but we can't tell you why. Does that make sense to anybody? If that makes sense to you, you're just a useful idiot to the communist and the Marxist go- that are are using the U.S. government as a weapon against citizens for politics. You're an idiot, by the way. Disclosure at this juncture of the affidavit supporting probable cause would, by contrast, cause significant and irreparable damage to this ongoing criminal investigation. No, what it would do is it would, the irreparable damage would be against the individuals abusing their power in the U.S. government because it would reveal the truth. It was probably very narrow. Here's what I think we can we can obviously take away that an affidavit has to be narrow. It's one of the things they mentioned. The specific details. It needs to be specific. But were they specific when they did their snatch and grab? What they did in, in Mar-a-Lago is kind of like these those old, you know, those old game shows where somebody's got a shopping cart. Was it supermarket? I used to love this show. Supermarket was it, what was supermarket something? Skins, you're gonna have to figure out what that supermarket sweep, where you've got like X amount of time and you're going around with your shopping cart. Pretty addicting game to watch. Oh actually. my gosh! It, if you describe it to people, who who remembers supermarket sweep? Eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. I don't know what there's. I don't know what it was about the concept of that show. First of all, I love food. Second of all, I love shopping. 
Third, I love the idea and the concept of getting to just run around with a shopping cart and grab whatever I want. Andrea was asking at the end of the show, can I keep the food? Yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, but it was kind of what, what the what these FBI agents did. It was like supermarket sweep. It's like they were running through Mar-a-Lago, except they didn't have to they didn't have to run because they had nine and a half hours. I mean, they took their time. I mean, they were probably soaking in the tub, you know, reading through the you know, the uh, looking through the photo album. Right. I mean, who knows? They were probably taking their time in the in the makeup chair doing their own, you know, using Melania's uh, Charlotte Tilbury makeup, you know, trying to figure out how to use the bronzer. Hey, at least they got to witness how fabulously she dressed. I mean, the envy. I mean, did she have to, did she have an inventory? Because let me tell you, I would I I wouldn't put it past any of those FBI agents to not literally raid and pack some Labuton pumps and some Birkin bags with them on the way out. I've got family that's been in law enforcement at agencies like ATF, Secret Service. I know what goes on with some of these people. And shame on anybody in the conservative media tonight who opened their show at the six o'clock hour on a certain news network who opened his show defending the FBI and again saying for the 958th time in six or seven years that it's not the rank and file. It's just a few at the top. Evidently, this man hasn't been paying attention to what went down in Washington and the Fed napping plots and how they planted evidence. Maybe this is the same guy, who, and it's a head scratcher because of the same guy who's been saying, you know, for years about, you know, um, all the all the abuses of power at the FBI. You cannot pull off, you can't pull off this raid with just the leadership. And by the way, reports are that some of the agents that were in, in the raid were actually a part of Crossfire Hurricane. You can't have pulled off all of this. Uh, just a few at the top. Was Kleinsmith? Was Kleinsmith somebody at the top? Is that a name anybody recognized? When we found out who had literally falsified a FISA warrant to go and illegally spy on President Trump, was that a leadership person at the top? No. And quite frankly, when you lie to the courts and, and, and spy to spy on the opposition party campaign, I don't have to trust you or one person in it because this is an institution where over 90, almost 99% of them donated money to Hillary's campaign. And it was a whole lot of the rank and file that participated in that cover up, including smashing devices in order to hide information from the American people. Shame on anybody who's covering for the FBI tonight. I'm not that stupid. I'm going to take a break. When I come back, here's a question for you guys. Laura Ingram was on a podcast today saying, you know what? Trump supporters might be so exhausted by all this, they're ready to move on. Are y'all ready to move on? This ain't making me ready to move on. This is, has me heels dug in. 888-344-1170. Are you heels dug in or are you just so exhausted from this? You're ready to move on to, I don't know, Mitt Romney? Is that what they want in 2024? This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The Answer, San Diego. Andrea K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It's Supermarket Sweep was the name of that uh, TV show that we were talking about. Gosh, I love that show. It was such a great show. I didn't know it had been rebooted with a host called Leslie Jones. I never watched the reboot, so I always we always watched it, Skins and I did, with the host David Ruprecht. On Game it, Show Network. On Game Show Network, which I thought was phenomenal. So yeah, those FBI agents were running around Mar-a-Lago acting like they were in an episode of Supermarket Sweep, and not only did they take... 
boxes and boxes of stuff unsupervised and spent nine and a half hours in there. According to Trump today, here's what he he. Uh, I started to say he tweeted out, but y'all know he was banned from Twitter because of his power. Here's what he truthed out on Truth Social. Wow. In the raid by the FBI of Mar-a-Lago, they stole my three passports. One expired along with everything else. Quote, this is an assault on a political opponent at a level never seen before in our country. Third world. Absolutely right. He went on to say that um, that that. Um, Truth Post came minutes after he predicted that the FBI raid of his residence had boosted the Republicans in the midterm primaries. And absolutely it did. Uh, You know, that's that's clear in polling information. Um, This raid and one of the reasons the timing of the raid was because when they saw what happened in these primaries in CPAC and that, that, you know, how how powerful his. Um, what's what's the word? His influences. He is still the head of the MAGA movement. And of course he is because he's the one that coined MAGA. He was the first person in all of these decades to speak to the voters in the language we understood and show the voters that he understood exactly what our issues were and was prepared to do something about it. He wasn't a politician. And let me tell you something. Somebody pointed out something the other day over the weekend on uh, one of the socials that was, I thought, the most salient and most important point I've heard anybody make. We've heard all for many years now. Oh, this is the most important election, the most important election of our lifetime. The kind most of a cliche. It's become a cliche. 2016 was the only important election in decades to the deep state. 2008, 2000, 2004, 19, you know, two, none of the uh, 2012 made no difference to the deep state. They were still in control. Regardless of who came, regardless. Of, and, th- and this was, was what I was saying to Obama voters um, when they hated George W. Bush so bad, and the, and 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 Obama was blaming George W. Bush for the economy, and I was like, "What are you? What are you? Uh, how dumb are you, people? There's no daylight." I said between the Obama policies and George W. Bush, it was George W. Bush who cooked up the you know the Wall Street bailouts and the auto bailouts. It was George W. Bush with the greedy geezer bill and the pharmaceuticals takeover to controlling our pharmaceutical industry. It was you know George W. Bush Bush with the Patriot Act and the data mining of American citizens, little ladies from Iowa, 85 years old, getting patted down as though it was little little old ladies that were 85 years old, born, born in Des Moines, who flew planes in the, into the Twin Towers. Man, there was no difference between those two clowns. That's why they're all buddied up together. That's why Dick Cheney's coming out, you know, uh, with with that Darth Vader video that he did. Same agenda, just a different letter next to their name. Just a different letter. The only election that mattered in this country, in my lifetime, really, including Ronald Reagan, was really 2016. Because up until then, Ronald Reagan, let me tell y'all, I love Ronald Reagan. I was just about to ask you why. I love Ronald Reagan because as a young person, I, I could see but not really articulate the the coming together of the left in this country and the Islamists in this country because so much of my politics was shaped between the Iran situation where they where they held our hostages for 444 days the Democrats you know I you know I grew up with my parents talking about Jimmy Carter the ec- the economics from the Democrats didn't make sense to me 
So, uh, and you, you know, don't think Reagan did enough against it. Uh, no, what I'm saying is so you asked me what I liked about Reagan. Yeah, yes. So when I, when I was watching Reagan and listening to Reagan, you know, I can re- I can remember right now sitting in a red light in my car in my teens, you know, listening to a debate between him and Walter Mondale. Uh, I just uh, I loved what he had to say about America. I had heard his speech at 64 at the, at the convention. And I, I was so concerned about communism. And he knew, he understood what the left's game plan was for us with communism. But however, he still worked too much with Tip O'Neill and he, he did, he was not a force against the, as much as he could have been or should have been. He still, he still trusted the Democrats. Kind of had the same problem. They were a little bit naive to think they could work with the other side. I think, yes. I think for all of what, um, Reagan understood about the left, you know, that he said in his 64 speech that the inroads to socialism would come through our healthcare. I think that there was still so much pro America at that point that he didn't really see, the extent of how the the inroads that they had already made. Blinded by it. I, not blinded by it. I just I don't think that he saw the inroads that they already made. And there's something about when you get there and you get sucked in. I loved his his Christian beliefs. I loved his I loved his, uh, the Nancy and just say no. He was so beloved. Uh, he was incredibly beloved. I I, I what he did and his focus on tear, Mr. Gorbachev tear down that wall. All that was phenomenal. Um. The amnesty is a problem for me in terms of history, and he raised taxes. My, one of my, one of my favorite gifts anybody gave me was the book of Ronald Reagan's letters. Oh, that must be a gem! It was an amazing book of his letters, and and Nancy published it sometime, I believe, after his death. And it was just an amazing. He wrote all of his own speeches. He's the only president to do right. so. So there's so much that I absolutely loved about him. Loved, loved, loved. But he's still. Was he still uh, contributed to the Uniparty system? Probably so that's why. So so for me to say the most consequential election to the deep state was 2016 is not to diminish his work and his understanding against now, the communists. Now I understand where you're coming from. Right. So um, and we did not get to where we are at this point without even Ronald Reagan contributing to the centralization of this country. If it, you know, I wish that when he went to D.C. that he had abolished the EPA, that he abolished the Department of Education instead of putting putting Bill Bennett in there. I wish that he had, you know, uh, the the bloated administrative state grew under Ronald that he Reagan. Thought that by working with the other side, that he would get more in return than he gave. I think it was just more about. Um, I don't think the bigger picture of where we were going. And I think, uh, you know, really in, in terms of here's this man who understood communism so much, but I don't think he really saw how our institutions were already there, how entrenched already we how entrenched we already were on the way there. And so um didn't mean to spend so much time on Reagan, but we have to we have to you cannot solve a problem. You've got we it, unless you accurately address what it is and you have to be willing to do an autopsy at yourself at your institutions at your party and 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 be willing to accept mistakes and it's what i want from trump as well and if i evaluate and go here's my evaluation here's what i think somebody did well here's here's the areas of opportunity that's not me bashing anybody that's me providing an evaluation and we're not going to ever get this country back unless we're willing to do that and that requires the republican party to do that at every level and that requires Trump to do that. 
Well, that's why you and I are so tough on Trump. It's not that we dislike the guy. We want him to be even better than he was before. Right. And the fact that we're not allowed to evaluate anybody and now we're being told we're not allowed to critique the FBI, that tells you that's exactly who you should be critiquing. That's exactly the institution that's a problem. What did I say on Friday? Look, if you want to see who controls you, look who you're not allowed to criticize. We're not allowed to criticize the FBI. We're not allowed to criticize some institution in the U.S. government whose paychecks we pay for. And let me tell you, I'm at the point to where if you're a federal worker, you shouldn't be allowed to vote because you're on the take. That should come. That should come with your accepting the job. Because part of the reason why the United Kingdom can't get rid of their crappy health care system, which is just raking the citizens there financially, yet leaving them with no health care and rotted teeth, is because too many of the citizens there work for the public health service. So they're never going to vote it out. And that's where we're at. That's where we're at. The, the uh, We've known now, uh, one of the things I talked about before was, I think last week, was how um, and I can't even remember where, where how we got on the topic, but it was, it, but it had to do with elections. You, oh, I know what it was. It was Nixon. I'll say this, and I'm going to take a break, and then we're then then we're going to get back to to uh, what's going on uh, with uh, back to the FBI <clears throat> specifically and the attacks now on anybody who criticizes them and why we need to be pushing back, but how we need to be doing it. Um, a perfect example of. Um, maybe Ronald Reagan and not not addressing enough in the Republican Party was last week, the day of the raid, the anniversary of the raid was the anniversary of Nixon's resignation. And Monica Crowley talked about how what a great guy Nixon was because he 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 fell on his sword for the good of America. And she used two examples that he basically had won the election against John F. Kennedy in 1960 and he had the goods on it based upon what happened with Mayor Daley in Chicago, but for the good of the country, he didn't fight it. Now, that's not for the good of the country. When you allow an election to be stolen, you're not benefiting the country. That's the kind of stupidity and moronic crap that the Republican Party does that's gotten us to here. Why wasn't that dealt with? Never heard Ronald Reagan talk about it. Never heard him talk about it. Stealing elections has been what the Democrats have done for a really long time. And all we've done is aid it with going along with crap like absentee ballots and early voting and machines and this and this and this and this. And this. this. We're, we're, we're aiding to our own demise. Oh, and a lot of people that I talk to, Andrew, they think this is a new thing. No, this is decades old. Right. And the second thing she talked about was how um, instead of fighting it uh, and um, the it, and instead of resigning and staying and fighting, which his family wanted him to do, it was the Republican Party that came to him and said he needed to go, that they would vote against him. Because that's what the Republican Party does. A Democrat can literally be caught in a hood and blackface and a medical that he sent in to his medical class book or whatever it was and stay in office. But a Republican is going to be forced to resign because of a crappy joke they told at some point. Remember, was it Trent Lodd who was forced out because at some point decades ago he, he introduced somebody at a party? Jeff Sessions recused himself because he had been at a party at the same party with all the Democrats with this with this with this Russian ambassador. And he recused himself and handed over the entire Trump administration and our nation to deep state traitors who have done everything that they could since to launch a coup attempt against my president of the United States and still this country. And it's only gotten worse. And it's only gotten worse. So don't tell me that I'm supposed to trust the FBI. We t- I'm going to take a break. And we come back. Peter Strzok is back in the media today. 
the man who launched a coup attempt who should be behind bars. And then we've got somebody on on Fox News saying Trump needs to needs to uh, stop pushing violent rhetoric against the FBI. Who do we have in the media? Who do we have speaking the truth on behalf of the American people? We're going to talk about that when we come back. This is the Andrew K. Show on AM 1170. The answer, San Diego. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Laura Ingram said today, you know what? You know, I wonder if people are. Trump supporters are going to be so exhausted from all of this that they're just going to want to turn the page on Trump. Oh, isn't that exactly what the deep state wants us to do? Of course it is. And I think a lot of people, I would say a majority of the Trump voters are just going to dig their heels in and say no. Right. I've already gotten an email from someone who said that, um, yeah, our heels are dug in. Absolutely. Um, Abusers and bullies, they want to wear you down. That's the point. If you understand anything about narcissists and manipulators and abusers and bullies, the goal is to wear you down. You could see that play out during COVID. That was tyrannical and authoritarian. It was about, we're going to wear you down. We're going to take your job from you, make you so miserable, isolate you. And you'll submit. And you'll submit. And too many, too many people did. We've got some information to share with you guys. The unvaccinated are now have been completely vindicated, but it doesn't mean that the tyranny is going to stop. Because it was all about wearing you down. They knew that there were treatments out there that could save lives. They killed Americans in order to condition you to wear you down. You'll get your life back once we get you to take the jab. And people succumbed to it and submitted to it. And that's what this is going on here. This is why I was saying previously that the 2016 election was the only election that really mattered to the deep state in this country because it was the only election that was going to do anything that could possibly challenge that. That's why they did that. That's why they illegally surveilled him and did the crossfire hurricane in the summer of 2016 to try to stop him from being elected. And that's why Peter Strzok said to Lisa Page in a text message. I don't even remember. There was a text message exchange between them that the FBI and James Comey uh, deleted most of it. Remember, but we got it later on after I, I believe by the time we got those text messages and we and we knew at least some of what had went on. The a Russian he had been elected and inaugurated and the Russian collusion hoax in, you know investigation was well underway. Lisa Page specifically asked Peter Strzok, are, you know, it, it, Trump's not going to be president, is he? We will stop him, he says. We will stop him. That was the FBI. That's what every bit of it's been about. That and covering up the crimes of Hillary Clinton. The only purpose for the FBI at this point, the only reason they exist is to cover up the crimes of the Democrats that have been taking place and the corruption going on there and then to control the outcome of the elections. Here has the FBI launched an investigation of the fact that Nancy Pelosi's son was on the trip with her to Taiwan, but he wasn't on the manifest. We had an investigation come to find out he's partners in a technology firm with China. Anybody even heard that story? When it wasn't on the manifest. Oh, she says, <laughs> he says that there as my escort. Yeah. 
Who's watching that movie? Who believes that nonsense? But you're supposed to trust the FBI, uh, according to Peter Strzok himself. Um, this guy who should be in prison is actually now going around in the mainstream media, hoping to persuade the pigeons out there that believe this crap in the first place. Clip three. Well, Joe, absolutely. The American public should trust what the FBI is doing. You know, what's funny is I think back the year and a half that I spent with a team looking at Hillary Clinton's use of a private email server. There was no concern. There was no outrage on behalf of any Republican as we used search warrants, as we went out and did a very invasive investigation to try and get to the bottom of what she did or didn't do. So it's not that the FBI is targeting any one side or the other. <laughs> Say what? That's as funny as the Federalist article with the t- with the top twenty things the FBI planted at Trump's house that got me so tickled. Um, let's talk about this. Absolutely, the American p- people should trust what the FBI is doing. Says the guy who was texting his girlfriend. With, you know, we gonna stop him, and then we're gonna have an insurance policy policy set up if he manages to get into office. And as for what they did with Hillary Clinton, of course the Republicans didn't didn't stop an investigation into Hillary Clinton. with Of course, we didn't complain about that. What we complained about is that after it was found out and verified by James Comey on July 3rd of 2016, that she had violated about 49,000 different laws, 31,000 laws specifically of 31,000 pieces of government property under subpoena, and each and every one that was destroyed was a felony, that then he lied and said that because there was no intent, which is not a factor in the criminal law, not mentioned in the criminal law, using a legal technique called paralleling, that if there wasn't, if she was and guilty here that means that we don't prosecute her over here which isn't true that was a lie the republicans were not outraged of course we didn't criticize any investigation what we criticized was that her crimes were covered up and that she wasn't held accountable she wasn't accountable for violating the espionage act and there was intent because she specifically set up the server inside a toilet in a house and that was all so that she, knowing she could transfer classified information, it was all about continuing to cover up, that she didn't want to have to transfer any information. We also know, how about the fact that uh, there was intent um, <clears throat> with the fact that she uh, wiped the server clean? Oh, you mean with a cloth? Remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Remember, I, I remember that, that, how about the fact that she was interrogated, she wasn't put under oath in her deposition? How about the fact that her that that her chief of staff was also allowed to be her attorney and sit in on everything instead of what you're supposed to do if you're doing a valid criminal investigation is that you separate the people involved. There was a conflict of interest there. All the devices that they allowed to be wiped. How about the fact that they hid? Remember, remember Huma Abedin? She committed, there was crimes going on there with the fact that she was not only working for Hillary Clinton as as Secretary of State, but also for the Clinton Foundation. I don't even have time to get into all the crimes that were committed by the Clinton Foundation, which was the world's largest charity fraud that had ever been perpetrated on the world. There were men that came and sat in front of a congressional committee for five hours laying out all the crimes that were committed by the Clinton Foundation. There was so many crimes, I don't even have time to get into it, that no, of course, no Republican. There's no hypocrisy going on here. There's no d- double standard going on here. There was not only probable cause to investigate Hillary Clinton for the crimes that she committed, but, but she actually committed the crimes and got away with it and got a pass for it. 
Here, we've got a man whose family and his, and, his, and his campaign and everybody in it was illegally spied on. And we have proof of that. We have proof that there was not only no probable cause that he colluded with anybody, but that actually the evidence that they used was paid for by Hillary Clinton because she was colluding with foreign governments to cook up that. But no heads have been rolled. And not one person, in fact, that not one person has paid any price for it. In fact, the two attorneys that were prosecuted by Durham still have their law licenses and are still practicing law. So, no, we don't have a problem. I don't. I, first of all, no, I have no trust in the FBI. And nobody better tell me that I need to have trust in an institution, because quite frankly, if, if you're at the if you're at the low level and you haven't already walked off the job. I got a problem with you. I went into detail Friday on an article that I found from AM Greatness that described in detail that the FBI cannot be reined in because you, how do you rein in an institution that, that, that provides its own oversight? They investigate themselves. They're in control of the goods and the evidence that would take them down and they don't hand it over. All Christopher Ray did, and, I'm, and I don't want to hear anymore that he was a Republican. That means nothing to me. Nothing to me. You're not going to shut down an argument for me because he was appointed by Trump. Sounds to me like they need to be shut down. They need to be completely shut down. They need to be, they, their parts needed to be separated and they needed to be d- distributed back to the states. This is once again another example of a centralized system of power when the power really needs to be at the state level. Why do we need the FBI? You know, we used to prosecute crimes before the FBI came about. This article said, here's what we need to do. Take the crime lab, the different t- technological things that they have and break it up and take, give that to the states. If there are federal crimes that the state police and the, and the, the U.S. attorneys at the uh, state attorneys general can't prosecute, have the U.S. marshals do it. Why do we have the U.S. marshals and the FBI? Give it to the U.S. marshals. That's actually a really good point. When was the last time you heard of a scandal with U.S. Marshals? Haven't. Right now, there's not been one mass shooting, not been one terrorist attack that this FBI stopped. Every time a mass shooting happens, they were known to the FBI. And you know what else the FBI hasn't done? Found the leaker of the Supreme Court draft. Haven't found the leaker of that, have they? What else have they not done recently? Hmm, I don't know. How about, how about, um, I mean, I guess they've been so busy. How about finding out who placed all the bombs around D.C. on January 6th? And you go back to the leaker. How long has it been? I mean, that's a long time. And that seems like Buku a pretty weeks. major deal, Andrea. Buku weeks. Buku weeks. So, no, I'm not going to listen to anybody tell me. And here's Fox's Ducey. Everybody's still watching Fox. So let's listen to what this clown had to say today. Because here's the thing. They're going to tell you you're not allowed to criticize somebody. And if you continue to do it, then you're the bad guy and you're going to be targeted and be considered a domestic violence extremist. Meanwhile, you don't hear this kind of you don't hear this. Did Joe Biden did Joe Biden ever say a word about assassination, about the people that that um, broke the law outside threatening outside Supreme Court justices homes? 
I don't think he said a word after somebody was arrested. Somebody was arrested having planned to come and kill multiple Supreme Court justices and not a word. In fact, the spokesperson for the White House said they had a right to be there and they had a right to, to, to protest. Right to protest. Even after shut, I think it was shut down. D.C. was tweeting out, doxing their locations, offering money for the locations of the Supreme Court justices if they were out in public. Federal but, crime. Federal crime. Yeah, we got Steve, Fox's Steve Ducey saying this. Skins, please, please play clip five. We just know that right now, given the fact that there is a suggestion that there are a lot of online, very specific, apparently very specific threats against very specific agents uh, at the FBI and whatnot, it would it would be great for everybody to tamp down the, the rhetoric against the FBI because the FBI simply was doing what the DOJ asked them to do. The attorney general is the boss of the guy at the FBI, of all the people at the FBI. So, you know, with all of these threats going around, it would ultimately be great if the former president, who has always been a great supporter of law enforcement, had posed with a thousand police departments coast to coast. It would be great if he called for an end to the violent rhetoric against federal law enforcement and in particular the FBI that was just doing their job. Yeah, this is another classic tactic by abusers, which is to claim that they're the victims and that anybody who dares to speak up is the one who's violent. It's classic technique, classic tactic. Anybody who watched the Depp Heard trial learned about that if you weren't already aware of it. We're going to take a break. We come back. We got our final segment of hour one. So don't go anywhere. 888-344-1170. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. I think with the two minutes we have left in this hour, I think it might be really important to point out a couple of things here. Um, number one is that um, Trump, as uh, President of the United States, had inherent under Article 2 constitutional power via the Commander-in-Chief Clause, this coming from Josh Hammer, to declassify anything he wanted, no matter what relevant statutory law or any regulation says. That's it. Nothing to argue. That's it. That's the tweet. They're wanting to, they're wanting to, this is the same playbook, all the crap they're doing, no probable cause, hiding, pretending. We ne- they never, for years I kept saying, what's the probable cause for why Barack Obama spied on the opposition party? Never saw any probable cause. We were never presented with any, anything to justify anything that they did from Crossfire Hurricane or the Russian collusion hoax. Never showed us anything. Can't, it's the intelligence community because they don't have anything. Except there's spokespeople in the mainstream media telling a bunch of low-income voters what they, who hate Trump what they want to hear. And we better not be turning the page on Trump because let me tell you, this is not about Trump. This is about the future of this country. We must dig in our heels and not cave in and give up. Trump's their way of getting to you and me. Absolutely. We have no country left with this FBI and Department of Justice out of control. Now is the time for us to dig our heels in and get active. And I mean active hard. Run for office. Volunteer. Be out there working the polls. Watch 2,000 Mules by Dinesh D'Souza. You can go to SalemMediaNow.com and watch the movie. And by the way, 
Trump had all these documents for 18 months. Why now? Because they're seeing the MAG ain't going anywhere. And they're desperately trying to cut off the head of the snake. And you know what? Even if they manage to stop him from running, we're not going anywhere. Heels dug in. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.